looking to reduce your energy bills, Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go. Let's go on the lines. Derek, a Rangers fan, is on. Good afternoon, Derek. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon, panel. Uh, the manager's got to resign. There can be no excuses today. And, and, and Barry, the cheerleader, Ferguson, never mind defending this man tonight. This man should resign and take the field duds. That he's bought along with a dud, Derek, 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 what are you talking about, cheerleader? Well, you're constantly fighting back the manager. When was the last time we won a key game? Listen, you're four the games into a season and you're wanting a manager out. Sorry? You're four games into a season, you get beat off Celtic oh, today. No, don't make excuses, Barry. You're four games, you're four points behind a, a, a rubbish Celtic team. The man should resign if it didn't. Well, listen, I totally disagree with you. There you go, I totally disagree with you. Derek, and I'm allowed my opinion. How am I cheerleader for him? How am I cheerleader for him? Derek. It's football and entertainment are absolute dross that we're watching. Don't say I'm a cheerleader, Derek. Yes, you are. Exactly what you are. You're talking Derek. absolute nonsense, mate. Derek, no, Derek, take a deep breath. You often no, make good points. Take but a deep breath. I, he's talking absolute nonsense. That's what he's talking. Barry's no cheerleader. Barry says what he thinks. But Derek, that this afternoon, I hear your point that when it counts, and Michael Beale hasn't no, keep won. Keep him on. Yeah, he's still on. Yeah, Derek. That's absolutely dreadful. Football's meant to be an entertainment. When was the last time Barry seen an entertainment game at Rangers? You're up against a poor Celtic team. His tactics are a disgrace. Six million pounds on a striker, and you've not picked him once. Well, you're I did say that. People, it's like I say that so when the team is announced, Derek. When you spend just under six million pound a player, he's no starting, right? That is a concern. I get you there. I agree with you there. But don't come on here and say I'm a cheerleader. Well, you're a cheerleader, Barry. Well, that's your opinion. You're talk, talking absolute garbage. So do you think you should stay the Rangers manager? Yes, I do. The now, yep. Nah, you're kidding yourself on. But D- well, Derek, I think it's time people started voting if you can get this field man out of the club before it gets any worse. He's bossing. He's bossing Van Bronckers. The centre football we're watching is absolutely dreadful. John, what do you feel? What we had already. What do you see in, in Rangers under Michael Beale? Well, they sacked Van Bronckhurst. Um, Van Bronckhurst did very well. I was surprised they sacked Van Bronckhurst. Michael Beale, um, you can't sack him. You've just given him £30 million. He's just brought in 10 different play- 10 signings, um, still in the Europa League couple of points I think whatever it's three or four points you've played four games there's another 34 games to go and you want to sack the manager who on earth are you going to bring in Derek don't come on you and call Barry Ferguson a cheerleader he's one of the most balanced pundits I've ever worked with yes he's Rangers through and through but talks and describes his opinion who else don't come on you and say sack the manager if you've not got another manager to bring in who would you like Rangers to bring in who? Oh, Graham Potter. Oh, he, did, he, he did well at Chelsea, didn't he? 
Well, uh, uh, did, uh, I, I, I take it you said that when uh, Brendan Rodgers went to Celtic. Is a full Liverpool manager? Did you say the same thing, John? Well, Liverpool, he, he finished second at Liverpool. Did you say the same thing? It's a simple question I'm asking you. Yes or no? No, he's finished second at Liverpool. And he's won a back to back he's won a back to back treble at Celtic. Brendan Rodgers is an elite is an elite manager. No, he's not. I don't kid yourself. Of course he is. He won the FA Yeah, he won the FA Cup with Leicester. Who else won who wins? He took Swansea City into the Premier League. He won a Premier League with he won a FA Cup with Leicester. He finished second. It's a, with Liverpool in the Premier League. He came to he came to Celtic and won two trebles back to back. He's a fantastic manager. He was the best man for this particular job. You can hear how today's result is affecting Derek Barry. What is clear is that it's not good enough at the moment for Rangers. Yeah, and, and you I'm know saying that. that. I know you are. So it's not. I fully about expect you. Wednesday night wasn't good enough. Yeah. But you've got to be honest. They are a level above Rangers. But you've got to show a bit more. There's no doubt about it in Europe even if you're playing against a better team today I thought in parts Rangers were okay when they got into the final third it was that bit of quality that they lacked and listen the manager's going to come on under major major pressure now but you're only four games into the season Celtic are only four points ahead still another 34 games to go he's in a quarter final of the League Cup which I fully expect Rangers to win now that the current holders are out but that's me not being disrespectful to the clubs that are in the draw. So I think he deserves, with the money that he's been given, he deserves another month or two to see how that goes. But today undoubtedly was a big chance. It was home. a massive chance. Massive chance. And a week in Celtic. I was, quite, I was yeah. really confident in the build-up to the European game. Listen, it was really disappointing. But still today I expected Rangers to win the game. No convincingly. There'll not be a lot of goals, but I thought Rangers would have come away with the three points and that's what's disappointed me today. I thought they got into really good areas at times. I thought they started the game really well. Celtic grew into it. We'll go on to talk about, obviously, the incident yeah. with the came our roof goal. Um, but that's no excuses. Listen, Celtic scored at a crucial time. I still expected more of this in the second half of the Rangers team. As I said, they got into some great positions. It was just that final pass, cross or shot on goal that um, wasn't good enough Derek you still there what did you feel about the Kmar Roof goal that was uh, disallowed it should have been a goal I thought it was uh, Celtic play was doing the fouling I agree with you we both agree Derek in the in the studio that uh, it should have been a goal um, we felt that Lagerbielka kicked the back of Dezis's calf Lagerbielka was clever he, 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 he played with the referee he went down he bought the foul if you like Um but for me, if that goal goes in, it's a, it's a different story. Rangers, have, Rangers, I think they were poor today in offensive areas going forward. I thought they had a couple of opportunities. But again, I thought Celtic looked very good on the break. It was one of those games. You were favourites going into today's game. Rangers fans and the Rangers players would have really, really fancied today. Celtic have not won for the previous two, going out in the cup and, and drawing with St. Johnson. You know, Rangers would have would have felt with all their supporters at Ibrox today, this was a big, big opportunity. Yes, it's a disappointing result, but I just think you need to settle down a little bit, Derek. I'm not really qualified to talk about Rangers, really. I'm not really party to what they do. 
But I think it's, it is slightly, slightly a little bit early to be calling for the manager's head. He's only had four games in charge this season, obviously. He did OK last season. Did OK, went on good win, winning runs, didn't win nothing. But in particular, this season, I think it's far too early to be calling for the manager's head, personally. All right, Derek, thanks for calling. 0808 17 17 700. Derek there, um, well, you can hear. Listen, how, I get he's angry, but sure. come on here and call me no, a cheerleader. You're listen, not a cheerleader that, um, yeah. listen, he's he's entitled to his opinion. Sure. And it shows I'm you. angry, I'm sitting here angry. But for me to call for the manager's head four games into a season after he's been given a decent amount of funds to go and strengthen the team, I think it's too early. But you don't get much time. You look at Gio last no. season. Yeah. Yeah. He got to the, the World Cup break. Um, there was a few really iffy results mm. towards that um, and if you don't listen he, he is under pressure he's got to deliver the first cup of the mm. season but he's got to make sure that they, they get back to winning ways uh, domestically um, going forward and that cup could be his biggest ally couldn't it the league cup the via play cup and Paul I, I said it's a must yeah. win cup and I'm not being dis disrespectful to Livingston who they play and then you've got Hearts and Aberdeen um, etc still in the draw but Rangers need to be delivering the League Cup. I can see Lagabielka and Scales being interviewed, John, on Sky. What would you be asking them just now, saying, my goodness, you've won? Yeah, they, but... they, they defended well when they had to defend. It, it was just the it was just the dallying on the ball and not making the right decisions in terms of uh, taking risks at the back. And Paul, like people might shoot me down for this. That's the way Brendan Rodgers wants them to play. He wants them to play from the back. But my viewpoint is, if there's three Rangers players closing you down and you're under pressure, you can't be playing along the six-yard box. You can't be playing, trying to play out when you're considerably under pressure by by, by Rangers players coming at you with pace. That's that's the, the, we see in the goal again. Um so for me, they've got to make better decisions defensively. Barry, for Liam Scales, didn't do too badly for a player that probably would have been back up at Aberdeen. Yeah, if there wasn't any injuries to the, the centre-backs, I'm sure Liam Scales would have been on the, the road back up, up north. Um, and you could see Rangers pinpointed the two of them today. There was a, quite a number of balls over the top that they struggled with. But listen, at the end of the day, they've come away with a clean yeah. sheet. That's that's the difference. Who was your standout from the Celtic team just now, Barry? Looking first of all, the it's captain. It's got to be. Well, look, Callum McGregor was back to what you would expect, but the defining moment in the game was the the, the real bit of quality in the game Celtic produced, and that was the goal from Kyogo. But Rangers defensively, the line has got to be better, um, and that's a goal that Rangers will be seizing with. They'll be really, really disappointed in losing that goal. Man of the match, Liam Scales. Liam Scales, yeah. He, as I said, Paul, I, I think I think he was a lot better than his counterpart today. I think he was a lot better than Lagerbielka. He made better decisions. Lagerbielka was poor. He really, really was. With his decision-making, I thought defensively, he went and headed the ball out. Yes, he did what he had to do. Um, man, the match for me before he went off was Alistair Johnson. And if you look at McGregor, Kyogo, big players for you, stood up today. Um 
But it wasn't the classic. It wasn't the classic. Celtic held on at times and then they broke and they just didn't show enough quality to go and get the second goal to make it easier for themselves and to sort of ride the game out, if you like. And um, But created lots, looked, looked a threat all through the game. Defensively, defended really well. It's a brilliant three points when you think of the injury problems as well Celtic had going into the game. They got two centre backs there that have given their all, yeah. but it's a brilliant win. But Brendan Rodgers, he'll be thinking there is an awful lot of work to do. There's there's several key signings that have come in that he'll introduce into the team, and I believe they've managed to get the three points, which is what it's all about. And I think they'll now grow and they'll get stronger with some players, you know, the likes of Palmer, one or two others to come in. The lad from Benfica we've just signed. Um, defensively Carter Vickers was missing Hitati still to come back in so there's a lot of quality that's, that is still missing from, from Celtic's group and Kyle goes strike John you'd have been class. proud of it yourself class yeah. you know he hits it first time he takes Butland by um, by surprise Butland's probably expected to take a touch and take it on but he has the confidence he has the ability and the technique to hit it first time brilliant finish really low down to Butland's right hand side and he's won the game. He's won the game for Celtic today. I was saying earlier on, I think that's that's six goals in his last five games against Rangers. That's brilliant for, from a striker if you've got that type of player. Celtic fans, if you want to speak to Big John Hartson, 0808 17 17 700. Barry for Rangers, what do you take from it? Kemar Roof, um, he did well. He had the ball in the back of the net and he, I know it then didn't count because of VAR and it's controversy. Most people in here, we all thought, that should have stood. But what about Kemar Roof today? Yeah, listen, I thought he'd done well. Look, I get why Michael Beals probably bring him off, bring him off is to look after him. Because he's not played a lot of football, Paul. You, ha- you have got to be careful because he's had some terrible injuries over the last couple of years. Um, but you could hear the Rangers fans' disappointment in him getting brought off the yeah. pitch. I, th- I think he's the, the guy who brings a real bit of quality further forward up the pitch for, for, for Rangers. But... Again, you've got to, we don't see him every day. Listen, he wasn't involved in the, the European squad during the week. Um, so, listen, I think if you do keep him fit and you look after him, he can be a massive asset for, for Rangers going forward. But the other guys up top need to produce the goods. There's been a, a fair bit of money spent on them. Dessers, who I thought worked his socks off, um, no doubt about it. Danilo, paying a lot of money. He's not started the last three or four games, which is disappointing. Lammers, another one they've spent a, a fair chunk of money on. That's um, He scored a few goals, but he's not set the, the head on fire. Um, so, going forward, Rangers really need to keep Kmar Roof fit, because for me, he's the best guy um, up the pitch for Rangers. Um, Rangers fan is on here. Um, I think it's Jack Yep, saying uh, it was a makeshift Celtic team, mm-hmm. but Rangers couldn't get the better of them he said I agree about the goal should have stood but Rangers should have had more in the tank it was a makeshift Celtic yeah, team they, they were disappointing yeah. in the final it's yeah. that bit of quality the only bit of quality that happened in the game because Celtic broke away in three or four occasions yeah. and their quality from their cross our pass wasn't good and that was very simple Rangers dominated the second half but when they get into the final third they just couldn't produce um, the goods to, to obviously make Joe Hart work. He made a couple of saves, but they were straight at him. The one for Matondo, the Cantwell one when um, Yilmaz is, is 
played that across mm -hmm. the box to him. He actually took a good touch, but it's just not come down quick enough for him. But we just didn't make Joe Hart work enough, in my opinion. I think the Rangers fans will be hurting because they feel like today was a real opportunity. Celtic have been um, very ordinary against Kilmarnock at, at best. And then the game against St. Johnson failed to score in the last mm -hmm. two games. And <coughs> for me, in the last week or so, it's all been about how many Rangers are going to win by, uh, how they're going to trounce Celtic. Rangers feeling good about themselves going into this game. Celtic are all over the place, haven't won for two games. Um, decimated with injuries, haven't got their players that they need out, no defence, two, two defenders playing with each other for the very first time, no understanding yeah. between them. And it's a blow to them because they really, really fancied this game today at home with all the crowd, mm. Norway fans. And I think that's what's hurting them more than anything else, that they've not been able to take advantage of a Celtic team that are not quite firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, it was a bad week with the result against Eindhoven, but then they still had great hopes today. I'm not sure that they were as hopeful as they were at the beginning of the week. You've always got to be cautious, Paul. Sure. Listen, you're seeing a makeshift Celtic team. There's only the two centre-backs. Mm -hmm. The rest of the guys that started the game have played a lot of games for, for Celtic. Yeah. And obviously Rangers identified that. They just didn't hurt them enough. They didn't put them under pressure enough uh, in the, the final third. And, and listen, albeit it was a a poor performance and a bad result in, in Wednesday that you can't allow that to affect you. Mm. And that, the best game to come up is an old fun game. Mm. And they had a brilliant opportunity today. And um, sadly, they just weren't good enough. Paul, there's always, yep. um, people say a lot of things. There's always a, a bit of an outcry. Supporters are desperate to beat their biggest rivals. Um, but that gentleman coming on to say that a manager has to be sacked and it's the worst this, the worst that. It's very, very early on. It's, it's, he, he hasn't even had much time to, to allow his new signings to settle in. Now, Danilo looked quite sharp when yep. he came on. Paid, what did he pay for? Nearly £5 million. Nearly six. So yeah. when you pay that money for a striker and he doesn't quite hit the ground running, then you are going to get a few fans that are disgruntled. But... It's far too early to call for the manager. Says there's a long way to go in this title race. But what's worrying for Rangers is Celtic can only get better with a lot of players that are missing right now. I'm as angry as anybody. But to say that a manager should go, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Maybe if this was end October into November, then I could maybe understand it because then you've got a few months to let guys settle and, and obviously see how the formation uh, is going forward and and what he's doing with the team and is it working on the training ground but to say four games in you're only four points behind I know it's an early stage but yeah. listen we're all as disappointed I fully expected no Rangers to go and absolute hammer Celtic but I thought Rangers would have won the game today 08 08 17 17 700 Barry Ferguson and John Hartson the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! It's the aftermath of the old firm derby. Celtic winning by one goal to nil. Kyogo, top scorer last season, who struck just before half-time and injury time in the first half. And Celtic take the points. Now four points ahead of Rangers. Uh, some other games this afternoon as well. Maybe talk about that in the next half an hour or so. But you've got half an hour to call in to speak to John Hartson and Barry Ferguson. Um, 
lots of you on about the big talking point early on when Rangers had the goal disallowed but also quite a few Celtic fans saying what about Kyogo and what about Abada John that was a terrific shot from him and when you saw it back it was a great save from Jack Butland could have been 2-0 could have been 2-0 could have been 3-0 Celtic created numerous of opportunities um, without really um, hitting the target you know how many times it must have been four or five times in the game today where the ball just sort of fizzed along the six-yard box and Celtic were just an inch or two away from getting their toe on it and scoring a goal. And it's just taking care. It's just the weight of the pass, the, the quality. Um, we know the quality's there. It wasn't quite exposed today, enough for, from Celtic. But the one bit of quality we saw was from the goal scorer, Kyogo. Brilliant. Here's a, here's a Celtic fan on. Laurie is on. Good evening. Good afternoon, Laurie. Good afternoon, uh, panel. Uh, congratulations to John. Commiserations to Barry. Uh, I did predict the result. Uh, I'm not coming to gloat several days ago when I was last in the programme. Yeah. And for me, there are two huge differences between Celtic and Rangers as follows. In Kyogo Furuhashi, Celtic have a striker of undoubted ability and a clinical finisher. Although he could easily have scored a hat-trick today uh, he's touching for a goal, deserted him uncharacteristically mm. on a couple of occasions. The goal he scored was top draw. Rangers, for their part, I'm afraid, don't have anywhere near the quality in their forward line uh, that we have uh, with Kyogo. But for me, the biggest difference of all is that Brendan Rodgers is a top draw manager. Uh, Celtic tried to play football at all times today, uh, stringing passes together, moving the ball with confidence uh, and quickness. Uh, Michael Beale is bereft of any game plan. He's tactically naive. Earlier in the, 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 the uh, summer transfer window, he brought in a glut of strikers. Uh, none of whom, to me, uh, has impressed us far in the campaign albeit we're only four games into the, the league. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that I noticed was, what's the point in, in bringing in a glut of strikers if you've not got an orthodox, a conventional winger, to feed them with ammunition? I couldn't understand mm. that. Uh, I don't think Michael Beale, I hear what Barry's saying, he's not uh, going to accept anybody crying for his head at this stage. But I'll tell you what, the Rangers suppose will do that. Uh, yeah. I don't think this is his sixth competitive game against Celtic today. He recorded 1-1, which was a meaningless rubber uh, at the end of the season after Celtic had clinched the league. Uh, the other five games, four Celtic victories when they mattered and a draw at Ibrook Stadium. The panel's thoughts. Barry, what would you say First about... First and foremost, yeah. in terms of Kyogo, yeah. I, I, I've got to agree with, with, with Laurie, and I've said that yeah. uh, the, the wee man up top for them is... The difference maker. He's very special. Yeah, he? he's 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 a special player, and I can understand why Celtic have signed him up on another long-term contract because I'm sure there is a number of clubs looking at him and will be desperate to take him. Um, and Rangers sadly haven't got a player of that quality at this moment in time because he is he's a difference maker. And I agree with Laurie; he wasn't as sharp as normal inside the box. I thought. Maybe one, I think a chance, who was it, cut it back, it was just slightly behind him, but he's finished. And I think it took, I think John mentioned that it took Jack Butland by surprise. 
he's mm. maybe think he's going to take another touch or two and mm. take it in towards the goal then that obviously makes it easier for Jack Butland to make the goal smaller but the finish was um, was top draw and that was the difference to, uh, today <laughs> the quality one bit of quality in the game won the game and that was from uh, Celtic but in terms of Rangers going forward there has been a fair bit of money spent in the forward areas uh, and they need to start producing they need to start producing quickly and what about the width question which Laurie put yep, that's a good but point I mean I've mentioned quite a number of fans have asked me not just in this, this radio yeah. station but when I'm out and about and Michael Beale doesn't play with wingers he doesn't like to play with wingers he gets his width off the fullbacks, and that's the way that he likes to play and I wasn't surprised there wasn't a winger brought in in the transfer window because he doesn't like he likes to play the inverted guy, yeah. guys who play on the right hand side and the left hand side like to come in and kind of play like a, a number 10 and then you're obviously fullbacks get the width um, further up the, the pitch so in terms of Rangers fans saying to me we're, we're desperate for an out and out winger and a kind of Ryan Kent type player it was never going to happen because Rangers don't play that way John you're in the 100 goals plus camp for Celtic and Kyogo is chasing you oh yeah listen I'll step over any day for uh, for Kyogo to go past me um, it's a case of how long he stays at the club we're talking about Kyogo's finish today, but he's been doing this for the last two and a half years. Mm. You know, he's on 50-odd goals of whatever, nearly 60 goals. So when, when as a football team, you've got somebody that, that prolific, you're always in the game yeah. because he only needs a chance. Sometimes, you know, you've he, settled games for Celtic. I keep saying it, his, his sixth goal in five of his last mm. games against Rangers... Mm. Um, his record stands up with anybody, um, but as I, said, I think Brendan Rodgers today was was um, struggling a little bit to, to almost pick his team. Um, you look at decimated, as I said, centre backs is his main problem. But the other nine players, Laurie, uh, other outside of his two centre backs, Lager, Bielka, and uh, and Scales. Everybody else had had great experience, experience of winning this game, the big game against your biggest rivals. So his main concern was his two centre-backs. I thought they defended very strongly when they had to. Um, I was worried at times when Celtic tried to play out and almost put themselves in real, real danger under pressure. I think they take risks. You can't take risks at Ibrox, you'll get done. Eventually, they didn't today, but they nearly did on, a, on several of occasions. So today, they adapted the Ange sort of style, four at the back, similar three midfield players, who we know we're accustomed to, and the same front three. And they just said, look, go and play. And he's hoping that the two defenders, the two centre-backs, could manage to keep Rangers quiet. Rangers had one or two opportunities, but Celtic just went and played, um, and created opportunities could have scored more goals the scoring could have been better but um, for me it was a terrific win but Brendan Rodgers is no mug he's no fool he'll be saying let's enjoy these three points but let's get on the training ground get our players back get our new signings integrated in with the system and the style 
And I think they'll get better. I think they'll get better and better Celtic as the season goes on. What do you see in Rangers, John? That when Laurie said about you know a wide player, and I hear what Barry says, it's not the way the manager's going to play. Do you think these strikers he's going to find the right combination? You know, with Danilo, Deserves. Yeah, he's going. He's going to have to, Ruth. isn't he? You know, I don't think. I don't yeah. think he knows. He's starting eleven yet. Yeah, well, he made changes again today, mm. didn't he? He brought Jack back in instead of uh, Lundstrom. He, he continued to go with uh, Matondo. He brought in uh, right, uh, Roof, came back in. Well, you got to play Roof. He's your, more, he's your most potent striker. Yep. He's your most uh, striker uh, more capable of, of, of getting goal. He did get a goal, but the Rangers were very unlucky in terms of um, the foul on on, um, on Lagerbjelka's Lager foul on Dessas. Rangers, I think, got away. Uh, certainly, got away with one there. But on another day, you know, it'll be Rangers that that get the up, they get the decision. It just happened to be today uh, the VAR had a good look at it and, and gave the wrong yeah. decision for me. But listen, the game was very open. It could have gone either way. Rangers were poor in the fr- in the final third. I thought they never tested Joe Hart enough. Um, from a Celtic point of view, they look threatening every time they went forward. They've got to be better in the final third. They've got, they've got to have a ruthless streak about it. And that's what Celtic have got in the wee guy up top, Kyogo. He's ruthless. He gets an opportunity. He'll, he'll genuinely put it away. But in terms of Michael Beale's best 11, he's, he's, I, I think he's still trying to find that. I think he's got seven or eight players that he knows. And he's trying to get that mix. Um, who he believes is the best combination further up the, the, the uh, pitch. And they need yeah. to get that right quickly because yeah. that's where you do all your damage. I think Celtic's biggest problem now is moving forward and getting the defence right and getting them to play um, without really putting themselves at any risks. As I've said, if you can play out and there's room to play and there's angles and there's space and, and there's a player available, yes, give it to him. It looks great. That's the way to play out. But please, you've got to stop taking risks. In particular, Ibrox, when the, when the players are so breathing down on you. And today, Celtic got away with taking far too many risks. And I don't want to put a damper on the result because it's a brilliant win against your biggest rivals in a stadium where you had no fans. It's an outstanding three points. Laurie, do you think some of the pressure comes off Brendan Rodgers, not least from his own fans? As far as I was concerned, uh, Paul, there was never any pressure on him uh, personally from me. No. Uh, you know what? There was an awful lot of negativity regarding Brendan Rodgers. Uh, the naysayers yeah. and the prophets of gloom and doom were having a go at the guy. Totally unjustified. I thought that Liam Scales was a colossus today for Celtic. Mm. And he probably was the, the defender on the back four it was perceived by many uh, to have been, you know, a potential weak link. Uh, Celtic made an exit against Kilmarnock in the League Cup. Uh, disappointing to go to any tournament, but of the three domestic uh, trophies up for grabs, that probably is the least prestigious insofar as uh, winning the League Cup just to get you a passport into Europe, as it did many years ago. You can go into Europe with I and uh, or fly B for £29 Laurie can I also say mate, we've won it five times out of the last seven years so we had a good run Absolutely. in the League Cup and Laurie you didn't say that two years ago when it kicked things off for you under Ange Postacoglu that was a that was a huge that was a huge win and you know that to get that in that first season under Ange Laurie thanks for putting your calls and your points really well thank you speak to you soon
Thanks. Cheers, Laurie there calling in. Um, bit of banter there from Laurie. Fly be then or about now? <laughs> They're not about it. Laurie, yeah. exactly. Come on. <laughs> Get to. Exactly. Um, Logan Air. Uh, no. Well, okay. Put them on to the advertising department. Yeah, but listen, Brendan Rogers, terms of yeah. there's, there's yep. a fair amount of pressure now. Does go on, Rangers. Yeah. Where the expectations with the Rangers yep. fans going to Ibrox and the Rangers fans watching it in their houses and watching it in the, the pubs, yep. they expected Rangers to, to win. And I'm just watching back yep. the, the, the Celtic goal. I think they'll watch it back in the line. You just see Connor Golson, you see... You look at it, so the back line's all over the place. Yep. Um, but take nothing away for the finish he's, he struck it unbelievable, uh, unbelievably well past a, a top top goalkeeper and he's been one of the major plus points for Rangers Jack Butland he's been he's been a brilliant signing for Rangers but overall overriding feeling is major disappointment Paul yep. yeah I'm not going to uh, deny that I just felt it was a, a real chance for Rangers after watching Celtic which I did last week against St Johnson I'm thinking they're no really, they're no at it. They're no as good as they were last year. Um, yep. And I thought it was a, a big opportunity for Rangers. And and listen, they've, they've disappointed um, the Rangers fans today. Brendan Rodgers interviewed on Sky a few moments ago. I just had a little bit, but he said that um, Celtic are going to get better. Um, and I think Celtic fans would feel that. I think a lot of them were worried about today. John, at the start, you were saying, well, I'm not sure. Well, I, 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 be... actually, I actually thought Rangers were favourites to go into mm. the game. Just I know they got thumped midweek against a really good side. It's very difficult. But people say, you know, will they be tired? Will they be sort of, will it be a bit of a hangover? No, not no, at there, all. There wasn't. You get yourself yep. ready for this game. Yep. You play an old firm game every single day of the week and you're up for it. That's how much they mean. Um, it's a disappointing uh, uh, day, I suppose, for Rangers on the back of, you know, I think their supporters really, really fancied it today, Paul. I think they really, really did against a Celtic team who have not been firing but as you say the frightening thing is I think um, Celtic will get better Barry looking at some of it there it was more like the Celtic of yeah, last season yeah I was just season, watching the Kyogo chance in the, mm. the first half yeah. Jack Butland didn't actually save it oh did he not? no, no. it was Connor Golson obviously ah, yeah. um, he, he cleared it off the line uh, but Rangers as I said they, they need a difference maker Paul mm. in that final third that's where games are are one for me. And and is he in the house? Is he there? The, the well, they need to be because he's yep. he's put his faith and he's spent a, a bit of money on these these players. Um, certainly, Dessers, Danilo, and yep. and Lammers, um, who they've brought in. And I, I don't know between the three and what is it? Twelve million pounds worth the transfer yep. fees. Um, so there is going to be a fair bit of pressure. But listen, that, I'm afraid that's the way it works at Rangers. You can't get away from it. The, the fans will begin home unhappy and they'll expect a, a, a response as, as quickly as possible alright we're into the final straight shortly but your chance still to speak to John Hartson Barry Ferguson you know the number 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy free quotes for solar PV battery storage heat pumps and garden projects Let's go Coming up after us this afternoon is going to be Zoe we're back tomorrow evening 5 till 7 Andy Walker former Celtic star along with the Rangers legend Barry Ferguson 0808 17 17 700 Celtic taking the spoils this afternoon and it's that man Kyogo Furuhashi uh, one of the great players 
um, who scored. I remember saying that, John, in his first season to you when he was getting the goals. Do you remember? Um, you I can pay him a Larson. No, I think what I said, one day could he be a Larson or whatever, but he's he's not Larson. Who would be? But my goodness, the Celtic fans love him and with good reason, John. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's so prolific. You know, he's so prolific and you can depend on him. He makes great runs. He's... He runs in behind, he can come short where we saw early on in the season and David Turnbull run in behind, that, that third man runner, if you like, from midfield. He's a terrific finisher, he's got technique, He's he thrives on scoring goals, he wants to get his numbers up um, and he's somebody at the minute where you could take any player out of the Celtic team but you couldn't take Kyogo out of it. No, there because is nobody there's else. There's no replacement. Nope. No, you can, sure. Maybe in the midfield area, mm. yeah, we got our favourites and we got yeah. our playmakers and... You could have said the same about Carter Vickers. You know, if there's one player you can't mm. take out, but you take Kyogo mm. out and, and the, the players would really miss him. The team would miss him. Michael Beale will be interviewed shortly, Barry. And this is, uh, you know, it's a tough day for Michael Beale. This was going to be a huge uh, result for him today if he could get yeah, a win. Yeah, I think he'll be really frustrated, mm. angry. As I said, I, I, I thought they started off the, the, the game really well. Celtic grew into it. Um, Obviously, they get that goal at a crucial time. The second half, I thought they, they, they put Celtic under pressure. I know Celtic broke away on a number of occasions, but again, I keep I think I've repeated myself five or six times, Paul. When you get into that final third, you at least need to do something about it. There needs to be that bit of quality. Now, it can happen. You can overhit a, a crosser, slice a, a pass or misplace a, a, a shot or whatever, but listen, the, the, with the amount of territory they had in that final third they have got to come up with a bit better quality there's no doubt in my mind about that and that's the thing that I'm sure they'll be talking about in that dressing room Bill's been on asking who got the pass marks for you Barry just going through the team Butland. so Jack Butland yep James Tavernier yeah, yeah, yeah. again he, he, he gives everything he, he's got but I would love to say somebody further forward Paul but I'm yeah. afraid I can't mm. um, Jack Butland I, I thought uh, was was probably Rangers best player today Matondo started well, didn't he? But then he faded. Yeah, and listen, he's got brilliant attributes. Mm -hmm. yep. Matondo, he's got pace. pace that defenders hate. I, what I want to see for Matondo is just to do it on a regular basis. I thought he did okay. I thought he was one of the ones that, that showed a bit on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And bits today in the game, he showed his, his pace. It's when he gets into it again, what I was talking about, yeah, in that final third, it's that final cross or pass where he has to make sure he gets better at but for me pass marks it's hard to say when you get yeah. beat off your fiercest sure. rivals John I would rather honestly yeah. I, I spoke about it before the game I would rather Celtic had 80% possession 40 shots on goal we had 20% possession and one shot on goal and you come away with one nil one, three points John the table looks like this we know it's after just what four games. Celtic with uh, 10 points, just that draw last week to St. Johnson. Uh, St. Mirren second top after their draw yesterday, eight points after the four games. Motherwell on seven, uh, Rangers on six, along with Ross County after a big win for Ross County yesterday. Dundee on five, and they were almost uh, on seven, but they lost uh, some late goals yesterday. Livy on five, Hearts and Kilmarnock on four, Aberdeen on two, along with St. Johnson. Hibs at the bottom no points any word is it your old teammate Neil Lennon's going to be the manager do you think I've not heard Paul yeah. I, 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 I give him a, I give him a big um, 
uh, big cheer up if you like. I've mm-hmm. worked I've worked with Neil as a player. I heard he was brilliant to Hibs. The players loved him. We had John McGinn, Steve McGinn's brother on yep. last week on the show. He said the players loved him. John thought the world of him. He did. He, he took them up. He did mm-hmm. the most important thing. He took them out of the, the championship into the premiership. Um, and did very well. I think it was, it was a personal argument, I think, with Leanne Dempster, I think. Yes. Probably didn't help his cause or whatever. It it, it, it fell, yeah. fell apart after that, I think. Um, but he's somebody who's managed at the, the elite level at Surrey. He managed Surrey. He can manage anybody with the pressures in Glasgow. Um, so just th- threw his name at me and I said I think he'd be very yeah. good Hibs but Hibs might go down a different route I, I, I think know. Hibs have got to go with somebody who knows the Scottish game inside out mm. That's what I believe. there's been far too managers sure. over the last what two or three seasons Barry fancy it no no no, no. Entry. I think there's three contenders I yeah. think there's Lenny obviously I think there's Stevie Robinson yeah. at St Mern, and there's Derek McInnes yeah. that's the three for me guys who know the game they for know sure. the league and and Hibs are a big club. Yeah, they are. a big club. They've got a brilliant yeah. fan base. Mm. They've got a real good budget as well. So they need to get this next appointment spot on. Brian's on asking you, John, although I think you're trying to hear Michael Beale here at this point, who's mm-hmm. just being interviewed. In fact, you can listen to that just now. And uh, I'll ask Barry. Um, Europa League, I know it's not in your mind this afternoon, Barry, but the draw came out, Rangers pot one, Real Betis, Sparta Prague and Aris Limassol. Um, you're not thinking about it today, but um, a real chance there for Rangers. Yeah, a chance yeah. to get out of it, but they need to improve, Paul, yeah. if they want to get out of it. Disappointing, no, to be in the, the Champions League. But again, I've got to be honest with you, and, uh, and Amar, I, I was at the game on Wednesday, when you yeah. actually see them live, they, they are a level above Rangers. Um, they had real good players. You just see Singari went yeah. to Nottingham Forest yeah. for... Mm-hmm. Thirty million pound. At the end of the day, just Rangers weren't good enough to get through into Champions League. But this group that they're in the Europa League now, I think it's an opportunity for them to, to maybe or hopefully get out of it. But they need to they need to start producing better performances and being more ruthless and clinical. And it's tough. Whoever loses today with the transfer window closed. Also, they've come out of the Champions League in Rangers' place, so they weren't going to get that other signing probably. And now the international break. But that could, can he use it with the players who are here to try and get, what, what does he do? Does he give them a couple of days off? Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, there's no doubt they'll get a few days off. Go away and reflect and make sure you're coming in, ready to roll your sleeves up and, and go for the next game again. I think St. Johnson away at McDermott Park. Right. Um, so they need to go away and reflect and, and be hurting. That's the most important thing. It's a sore one to take today for me. It's the first time in a long time that Rangers have been into a game. Um, probably favourites in most people's eyes. They were in my eyes. Um, they were but also, Hutchins, I was yeah. cautious as well. But you're mm-hmm. Coming up against Celtic, uh, you look at Celtic's starting 11, apart from the two centre-backs, there's guys that John's mentioned earlier, guys who have played a lot of football mm-hmm. for Celtic. So, still at that, Listen, I'm not making any excuses. I felt um, the Rangers were, uh, they have to be better um, going forward. I think the three things I just took there from Michael Beale's interview was um, they shot themselves in the foot when they, he felt he was really, they were really on top of the game, really having a good spell when uh, when Celtic scored, sucker punch just before half time. He said that uh, Rangers lacked quality in the final third. 
the general play up to there was very good and then he basically said which was very good of him really if he feels that way was he wasn't going to get involved too much with the VAR decision and the the uh, disallowed goal because he felt as if um, the officials have got enough uh, a difficult enough job to deal with making the correct decisions so he says he was going to stay away from that particular decision um, the goal that Rangers scored and, and it was choked off obviously um, and those were the three things I really took from that interview so he's disappointed with his team's quality in the final third and he felt they were doing okay and then and then obviously we know how important it is just to score on the cusp of half time it gives their scoring team a, a, a big boost and then obviously it's not nice to go in having just the, the team talks yeah. change completely, completely then from managers yeah. Yeah. in a moment and Barry that's exactly point number two is what you said the lack of quality in the final third I thought they worked herself into yeah. brilliant areas yeah. they did they, they worked the ball pretty well where that was coming through the middle of the pitch or out of the full back areas they created um, good chances to get into the final third and when they get into that final third it's all about having that quality Paul and that's what you've got to do in these big games and sadly the quality wasn't there what do you think of his comments where did they shoot themselves in the foot do you think I wonder what he actually well, Suter, meant Suter yeah. not coming out not being not being in sync with right. the other with, with Goldson Goldson At the goal. really good header yeah. jogs out follows his header out mm. Suter's walking and Kyogo's took advantage and he's yeah. beat the offside trap Suter's mm. keeping him onside uh, O'Reilly headed it back and uh, if Suter had come out with Goldson Kyogo would have been offside so it's just that little bit of a mistake between the two centre-backs and Kyogo punished them There's the disallowed goal again Barry, are you are you surprised that he's I'm not going to use involved? that as an excuse that's the reason why Rangers didn't win no. but it was a shocker of a decision yeah, an absolute sure. shocker of a yeah. decision for the ref but there was still plenty of time in the game yeah. Paul, there was mm-hmm. Still another 15 or so minutes left to the, the first half. Mm. And there was still 45 minutes, obviously, the, the second half to go. But I mean, the more I watch it, the worse it gets. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You feel it's worse. And do you think the manager was right not to get too involved in that, to use that as an excuse? And he doesn't seem to have. He's just said no. Yeah, well, he's made the decision not to get involved. Yeah. In it. I, I just think he's more disappointed. We, we obviously, yeah. the goal they lost, and, and certainly with the, the, the quality when they got into brilliant areas um, and it was really good areas to get into in the second half especially John a question for you from Brian in Gortahawk I think that's in Donegal saying what do you think of Celtic section in the Champions League Feyenoord Atletico Madrid Lazio great names what do you feel you've been looking uh, forward to I, I these games I don't think Lazio yeah. are, are exactly um, as good as they no. used to be right now So great uh, trip though if you can get it to Rome Feyenoord yeah. um Champions of mm-hmm. uh, the Eredivisie in yep. Holland, yep. and Atletico Madrid have always been strong, mm-hmm. haven't they? So three, three really good games. I don't think we should expect too much from the Champions League in terms of the, the quality that we're up against. But hopefully, we can in, enjoy being in there financially mm-hmm. for the club. It's been it's been brilliant. Um, just go and give everything, and hopefully, we can pick up a few results, Paul, along the way. In particular, home where Celtic are strong normally. Mm-hmm under the lights in Europe the special nights um, and hopefully we're going to have to be watertight with our tactics when you go up and you've just seen Rangers against um, against uh, Eindhoven it's very difficult when you go away to these top European places Celtic know that they really know that we're going to be really up against it 
Um, but I think I think being in it is great. It's a great experience for a player. Barry's played in the Champions League for Rangers myself. Mm. But they, they, they're great nights. Of course, you want to go and win as yeah. many points, pick up as many points as you can. But it goes without saying, you're in amongst the elite and it'll be very difficult again this year. Even Celtic should have maybe improved from last season. Oh, but, for sure. You know, and all yeah. of a sudden, um, you want yeah. to go and compete as best as you can. But the challenge is huge, as it normally is in the Champions League. And Barry, bad day at the office for Aberdeen. At least they're still in the Conference League, but they're out of the Europa League. And Hibs and Hearts. I mean, Hibs we knew were going out, but Hearts as well disappointing and bad for the coefficient yeah but it's disappointing like, I always thought it was going to be a difficult game for Hearts but uh, when you play um, at home in Europe you need to make sure you you get a decent result um, and, and that was a sore one for, for Hearts um, and what you want is you want to see all the clubs go through and, uh, and get into, into the European competitions because as you just says it's brilliant for your coefficient John, do you agree with Laurie earlier on when he said he wasn't one of those who were too critical of Brendan Rodgers? And I know you haven't been. Is this a chance now, though, for the Celtic fans to look forward to this season instead of going back to 2019? You yeah, know? I think I think a lot of them have already. He's the manager. It's not going to change. <laughs> the club have invested in him. Um, they've given him a, a three-year deal, I think, on the back of what happened the previous time. I think... Yeah. Brendan will be here to stay. Um, He's a top manager, isn't he? You have to back him. I, I, as I mentioned earlier on to the caller, when he started to say this is a, uh, a Celtic team that are weak, and that's his opinion. But Brendan is a manager that he's, he's been over the, uh, the the course before several times. Uh, a back-to-back treble winner at Celtic, you know that that's no mean feat. He knows the expectations of the crowd. He, he knows what he's got to deliver. Um, he's coming in on under a little bit of pressure because Ange did so mm. well in the previous yeah. two years, but he says he's got some quality players to come in to the to the group. He'll work with what Brendan really does. He, he likes to make players better. Mm-hmm. He improves them on the training ground, and he's he's got um, he's got a history of that at uh, different um, uh, clubs that he's been at. So he's the right man for the job, irrespective of today's result. Um, it's a big win for him, personally. It's a big win for Celtic. But I do believe we, uh, we've we got the right man for the job. I really do. This afternoon, Aberdeen and Hibs are playing in hearts against Motherwell. Final minute, Barry. What are you going to do? Is it quiet afternoon, quiet evening? Yeah, it's a frustrating yeah. day, yeah. Paul. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought it was there. I, I just had a good feeling. Not as confident as I, I mentioned earlier. Not as confident after yeah. the midweek. But listen, there's no better game. John will tell you if you have a, a tough result. Don't even... You don't even need a team talk. You don't need to get up for these sort of games. Um, so my overriding feeling is just disappointment, if I'm, I'm being honest with you. Frustrated because, as I said, I think Rangers get into some brilliant areas at times, but they just lacked that bit of quality um, in the final third. Well, it was Celtic's day. They're top of the table, 10 points after the four games. Rangers in fourth position on six. And it was that man, Kyogo, who got the goal. And John Hartson, wrap him up in cotton wool. Until the next time. Wrap him up, but I'm not sure if he's got an international game, as he, for yeah. Japan. If he has, um, <laughs> make sure he goes first class and he has enough sleep on the plane. And hopefully, um, Brendan will have more players um, to work with when they get back from the international what a find, break. What yeah. a find he's been. He has, hasn't he? What was he, £4 million? Yeah. Yep. 
Six. I think he phenomenal. Was, six. was he six? Was he as much as that? Yeah. He was. Whatever it was, he's worth much more. Barry, thanks so much. John, thank you to you, you too. Way to go on. Thanks, James. Um, yeah. yeah, cheerleader. Now you'll be back tomorrow night with Andy Walker Thank you so much Zoe Kelly She's up next The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Free quotes for solar PV Battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects Let's go Looking to reduce your energy bills Global Eco Energy Install renewable energy products To domestic, commercial and public sector customers With a wide range of renewable energy products Including solar PV, battery storage And air source heat pumps We offer bespoke solutions For a free quote And to find out more about grants and funding options Go to global-eco.co.uk And quote Solar 10 For 10% off your installation Available until 30th September 2023